Friends. A rose by any other name would... No wildfires ever! In every relationship, there's a bull and a cow. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! You're Samites. Lest you continue in your quotation and mention the name of the Scottish play. I did not have a sexual relations with that woman. Bad actors. The ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Welcome to Bad Actors. This series of podcasts is brought to you by Catastrex Media, which is solely responsible for its content. It is here to support the book, Bad Actors, True Crime Theatrics. I am your host, Richard John Albert. Thank you for listening. I've introduced you to several institutions and people. Bernie Badoff, Cracker Barrel, the Columbus Disgrace Printing Company, and the Arts Council. So all of these things work together. And I will be brief, because I don't like when people over-explain things, but this particular example will show you most. There is a Shakespeare every summer, presented in a park. The park opposes by the acting company, the Bardeliers. So they took the word bard, right? And they made like Coraliers or, you know, those type of leers. And they made it one word. And <clears throat> years ago, 40 years ago, it used to be a good company with people who took their job seriously. And now it's just a, a fragment or a skeletal representation of what it once was. So it's awful. So what happens is Cracker Barrel will go down there in the guise of writing a review for the Columbus disgrace. So he goes down there and he sees things that are obvious, like the mics keep going out, people can't be heard. We have directors who are directing people's backs to the audience. We're having sets that fall down, break apart, and the audience is allowed to go home. And none of this is being reported in the paper. None of it. And the opposite sometimes. He will come back and he will write a review that says, oh, everything is just fine. Uh, everything went off well. And just it was like a, just a wonderful day in the park. Well, it wasn't. He is lying to the public. Why? That's a different story. But notice how this perfectly dovetails with the January 6th insurrection. There are GOP congressmen, one or two senators, who look at the videotape of January 6th and said on the record that it was just a tourist group just some people, you know. Representative Andrew Clyde actually said that if he did not know that the videotapes 
were from the January 6th incident, he would say it looked like a normal tourist visit. He said that. And he isn't the only one who comes up with this just crazy sort of the emperor has no clothes reporting of something that is right uh, in front of his face and is obvious. It is amazing. It is amazing. But again, it happened here in Columbus and in other cities in the theater long before January 6th. So that's what I'm saying. This happened here first, and then it happens later on with more horrible consequences. Not only were five people killed in the insurrection, but there are endless videos <clears throat> of these people attacking police officers, breaking windows, and, and basically taking over the Capitol in a classic version of insurrection, of assault, of invasion. Republicans like Clyde are trying to rewrite history to suit themselves, their political agenda of this day, of the present day. They will do anything to protect themselves, to protect their job, to do anything, anything, to make sure that they are not responsible for what happened on January 6th. Back to the Park of Poses, where the microphones, the body mics, go out 50% of the time. They've been going out 50% of the time for 21 years. 21 years, 21 summers of these microphones failing and the audiences hearing only half the show. And yet not once has Cracker Barrel reported the truth in the paper. Now, if that is not analogous, I don't know what is. So now, if anyone reads the article, they think everything is fine in the park because nobody goes down to the park and watches the show. They don't have the time and they're not going to sit through Shakespeare. right? And it's a bad job. It's a bad job of Shakespeare. It used to be good many years ago, 40 years ago. Not anymore. There are two so-called professional companies in Columbus, Ohio. They're not professional but what they have is a Lord D contract from Equity. Equity is the union for actors and stage managers. They have a Lord D, which means they need, they are required <clears throat> to have just one Equity performer in the show. And everyone else in the show does not have to be paid, and they're rewarded with equity points that they can turn in for, I don't know, a toaster or, a, you know, a tanning machine. These equity points can actually help the actor by um, making them a full-blown equity performer later on. But at that time, they're not paid. The stage manager is paid, one actor is paid, and that's it. Now, what happens is Cracker Barrel comes along and says, this is a professional theater. As a matter of fact, he makes a whole article about it. These professional theaters. 
It's not professional. Their shows are, are below the standard, the average of what is acceptable for theater. And then what happens is these articles are then printed out and they're sent in with grant applications. Not only that, but the, the mayor sees it. The city council sees it. The public sees it. And they say, oh, look, it's a professional theater. It isn't professional at all. And because there is no integrity in arts re reporting in general across the country, with the exception of very large newspapers and media outlets, the arts are not taken seriously. And this is why they're able to get away with what they get away with, because nobody cares. If this happened to the sports, uh, if it happened to, um, let's say somebody uh, went down to um, a basketball game and then reported that the winning team had actually lost, he would be out that day. He would be w without a job that day and probably hunted down uh, like an animal, okay, because of the outrage. And that's the way it should be, really. This is fake news. It is the very definition of fake news. And I believe that Cracker Barrel was the man who invented it. I think I should start a, a Wikipedia page and give him credit for it. He created it. The thing that looks like news, but is telling a lie. I mean, a patent lie. Obvious lie. And nobody gives a damn because nobody cares about the theater. The theater has been with us since the dawn of humanity, but nobody cares. It's got a bloodline longer than most mammals, and nobody cares. Regarding fake reviews, they have been around here in Columbus since 2010. In other words, people were um, hacking the system in order to get people to buy their products by lying to them online or having people like uh, a useful idiot, one of Bernie Badoff's useful idiots, going into a restaurant, the restaurant of a competitor of their clients, going into the restaurant and saying things that never happened at the restaurant. For instance, there is a woman that he represents who also sells insurance, okay? And to make an extra buck, she writes these fake reviews of uh, restaurants online. So she'll go into the restaurant and her review will reflect the fact that nobody handed her a kid's menu. She writes this in the review. Well, the reason why nobody handed her a kid's menu is because it was just her and her friend. There were no kids. So technically, she's not lying, but she's not telling you the truth. And then she says all of these terrible things about the service when the service was quite good. The Civic had to use a storage facility here in Columbus right after the pandemic took away our theater. We had to store everything in one of these ubiquitous, you rent, you know, you open it yourself, you put your own lock on it. 
And uh, I went and reviewed several sites. And this one that I chose, right up the block from the theater, had all of these five-star reviews. I mean, hundreds of them. Hundreds. So I said, well, let me go for this. Well, it turns out that the service is not good. They're never around. They constantly raise the price on you. There are rats in the facility. So we opened up our, um, you know, our storage unit, and there were these packs of poison they had put there to stop the rats. But the rats had gotten in there and had made nests inside of things that we had put in there. None of this stuff was on the website's reviews. None of it because they're not writing those reviews. Someone else is writing those reviews. So this is a major, major problem with the marketplace, with capitalism, and theaters in general and, and museums and art are nonprofit organizations, meaning to say tax dollars or tax revenue is going to promote and sustain those organizations. And people like Bernie Badoff are sullying the relationship between those people who donate and the actual product. So here in Columbus, Cracker Barrel was the man who invented the fake review. He's been doing it for years. He invented it mostly to uh, write positive theater reviews for um, productions that had cute young men in them. Every innovation in the arts occurs when someone has an obsession over cute young men. Just think about it for a moment. Now, the fake reviews then were um, granted some sort of steroids injections when the internet came out. Okay? And there is a online newspaper of some sort called the Columbus Sewer. And they've been around for maybe 20 years, 25 years. And they supply fake theater reviews. And the guy who's writing them isn't writing them at all. It's a guy that Bernie Badoff has created out of body parts he got from the cemetery. And then he stitched this guy together and he zapped him with thousands of volts of electricity and animated him. And so this guy comes down sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, comes down, sits in the audience, and then he leaves, and then someone else writes the fake review. One of Mr. Um, Badoff's capos writes the review because the capos actually have some sort of education in theater, very vague, but they can eke one out. They can lie with some skill. So they write it. When I became aware of this, I wrote directly to the Federal Trade Commission, who handles this sort of thing. Wrote to them three times, and then suddenly the reviews stopped at the Columbus Sewer. Now they have those reviews saved somewhere, the fake reviews, but at least they've stopped doing them. But now, just recently, it's actually gotten worse. Because now the reviews are written by artificial intelligence. 
which can easily write a theater review, a book review, an art review. It happens all the time. And it's got to stop. And this is what's wrong with AI. It's going to be telling you lies, lies that are conjured by the person who is in, who's setting the machine forward. The AI itself is not evil. The person who is behind it, who is pressing the go button, is the person who is evil. And so there is the summation of fake reviews, Bernie Badoff's contribution to the decline and fall of the American empire. And now, the segment that you have been waiting for. Good actors. Today's good actor is a man that I've known for hmm, 12 years. His name is Jim McCullough. We call him Jimmy Mack. Other people call him other names. We won't get into that right now. Here is the unique part. He wasn't trained as an actor. He decided to become an actor later on in life. Later on in life, meaning somewhere around 62, around there. Anyway, he was a concert violinist who sat first seat first. And if you don't know what that means, that means somebody has been practicing the, the instrument several hours a day, every day, since the Nixon administration. That's how long to get to that point. That the first seat first person is the individual that the conductor comes out and he shakes the hand of. Anyway, he did this for several years and uh, he just uh, retired. One day he just said, you know, I'm not going to do that Boeing thing anymore. Anyway, he decided to become an actor later on in life. So what does the man do? He works his butt off. This is what makes him different than others. He works and works and works. He memorizes. He practices just like he did with the violin. And guess what? He becomes good. Yeah, people make fun of him initially, right? They say all these bad things behind his back. But he finally did it and he did it out of his own sheer will. He did a great performance in the rather tough play, Heisenberg, The Uncertainty Principle. It was on Broadway, I think, or off-Broadway. And he did such a brilliant job that I'd have to say that he redefined or he defined uh, that role. Now, he, he comes across as an older man. He's got a young spirit. He's worked to get control over his body, his voice, and the way he handles roles. And he did it by working. He didn't do it by sucking up to the right people, by getting favors from his friends. He did it by working. And that's what the amazing thing is. You can do this. You can act. You can have a career. But you got to work. Jimmy Mack has done many other roles, too. He played Reverend Marius in The Road to Mecca. He was also in Art, that three-person show by Yasmina Reza. He's also been our Ebenezer Scrooge for several years. So he, he achieved this by hard work and dedication. 
And so that's why he's a good actor. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We will have several thousand of these podcasts, so you will never miss out. Thank you for listening.